and welcome to another episode of The Science Patrol. Join us as we discuss the adventures of A.G. Subarai's Warriors of Light and their unending fight against the forces of darkness and relentless monster armies. And now, the hosts of The Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to another exciting episode of The Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. My name is Rich Conroy, and with me as always is the lovely and talented Mr. Patrick Rooney. Hey everybody, how are ya? Uh, Pat's got the doldrums today because it's crummy out. Yeah, it's <laughs> rainy, it's nasty. If it's 40 degrees, it's warm. It's just an icky day. But it's not snowing. It's not snowing. I'll give it that. It's it, that does deserve a bell. <laughs> you were right to get the bell out. Yeah, because uh, that's important. That is important. And if it was snowing now, there'd be, there, be no, no, foot no podcast at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I would dr- drop the kids off at religious education, and there's just puddles, floods Everywhere. Yeah. Well, the ground is saturated at this point, yeah. so it's going to be. It's not able to go anywhere. No. No. So it's just it's pulling not. up. Yeah. Lovely. Going to have a dog with wet feet when I go walk him later. Oh yeah. And I have to drive into Brooklyn for my drop my nephew off and bring his fiance out to dinner, out to lunch or whatever. Oh. And it's going to be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Window. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. That's nice though. But uh, we have two episodes of Ultraman X to discuss today, guys. Uh, the Soldier's Back, and what's the other one? Feature Report 24 That's Hours right. Inside Zeo. Could we please put more words on the screen? That's right. Oh my god, that has subtitle mania going on. I, and I, I understood what they were trying to do. Yeah. They're tr- I mean, we're going to skip a little bit. They're trying to show you what the reporter is doing mm-hmm. and all that. And yeah, it's a tw- it's a news expose. Oh my God, you're right. How many subtitles and how many printed <laughs> words can you get on the screen, please? You're like, well, what am I gonna, what's supposed to do with this? I don't know. Exactly, exactly. But we're going to start with the soldier's back, which opens up with Gomez. Um, at 4.13 in the morning, burrowing out of the ground and causing destruction to a local village. And that was a... Not only a, a good scene, but uh, excellent little village miniatures. Yeah, yeah, I did like that part. And I mean, the Gomez, I had to, because I didn't know who it was at first, I just wrote down Godzilla looking monster. And yeah. then, like, five minutes later, I realized it was Gomez and wrote it up on top. Yeah. Like, okay, now I know what it is. First of all, um, did you notice when, the, uh, and somewhere in the screen, when they were like tracking him, it's a type G monster. I did notice that. Yeah, it is a type Godzilla. I'm guessing. Yes. yes. And did you also notice that? Yes, he is very Godzilla looking because originally, when Gomez first appeared in Ultra Q, the very first episode of Ultra Q, defeat Gomez back in 1965, okay. he was made of a Godzilla suit. Yeah, you did mention yeah. that. So I'm, I guess I so just like Jiras in the original Ultraman with the neck frill. Right. This is the other monster. That, that was made out of a Godzilla, Godzilla suit. suit. They yeah. added a little bit just so it's not Godzilla. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I gotcha. I we mean, put some eyebrows like, on him. Yeah. We give him some big old fangs. Give him a nice wig. <laughs> some walrus Not piece. exactly Godzilla, but yeah, it sure looks Some like, like plating <laughs> on him. Yeah. But I love Gomez. He's a... He's a I don't know what it is because he's not a particularly flashy monster. He's no, not a particularly. No. But you're a big Godzilla fan, so anything that looks like Godzilla. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Also, I like the name Gomez. I don't know why. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're also an Adams family fan, so that's Gomez true. Adams. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's a he's a uh, he's an immigrant monster. Yeah, exactly. That's right. <laughs> he's uh, he's over there to. Uh, to open up a small uh, small restaurant for his family. No, what he's actually there to do is uh, FSU. Yeah. <laughs> messes, we'll use them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Messes, messes stuff, stuff up. up. 
and he really does some nice damage. Right, so it burrows back underground and causes local earthquakes as it moves underground. Right. Again, riddling Japan with sinkholes. Um, <laughs> and like you said, I don't understand how all these monsters can burrow underground, and nobody, everybody's just like, oh yeah, it's Japan, there's earthquakes all the time. Yeah, yeah, that's, maybe okay. that's the in-universe, maybe that's the in-universe explanation of Japan's tectonic activity. Well, I mean, it's also the Obviously. now universe of Japan has lots of earthquakes all the time, small ones all over. That's what I'm saying. Maybe that's their in-universe explanation. Yeah. Like, fair enough. Japan's chock full of earthquakes. Obviously, it's yeah. kaiju. Obviously. So, um, he starts to rampage again in Area S26. And uh, this time, though, he has opposition from Zio. Well, I mean, you also... You have to go back to some of the backstory that... Right, right, right. We're going to get there, so... Captain Kamiki... Right. And that's the one thing I noticed. Their names on their little uniforms are in English. Because mm-hmm. if I can read it, it's in English. That's true. I'm not reading Japanese. That's true. And he gets a wedding invitation, which makes him super sad, and then you find out it's his daughter's. Which Who he has been estranged from. Right. And then they flash back to a... Slightly younger captain, and you can tell he's slightly younger. Different haircut. (laughs) (laughs) Pushed his hair from being flippy up to straight down in front of his brow, and yeah, okay. Right. And his wife is dying, and he's still got to go do his job at Zio, which. Holy heaviness. Yeah. Little bit of. Yeah, I know this is a kid show, you guys, but, uh, and I know that, like, that is drama that Disney plays on constantly, which is, okay, the hero's parents are dead, or yeah. at least one of them. And this is how they died, and all this, and you're yeah. sitting there going, oh my god. Yeah. Like, the beginning of Finding Nemo is terrifying for yes. children. Absolutely. His whole family dies except for his father. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. And then, I mean, like I said, and they, they, they flash back to the captain's wife dying. And then they go back to Gomez. Right. And they do that a lot with this episode. Mm-hmm. They do a lot of flashback to Kamiki and a lot of the Gomez fighting in the present day. Right. Which, okay, fine. Yeah, so um, Daichi transforms to Ultraman X when none of the monsters work. Or none of the uh, attacks work on the monster, I should say. Well, they they also had when they were trying to shoot at Gomez, the the Zeo team. Yeah, has their Ultraman guns and double shot. Yeah, them firing. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, into Gomez in the background. Yeah, that's a great shot. Looked very real. It's a very convincing shot. Very convincing shot. I'm sitting there going, "Wow, they did that well." Yeah, yeah. This actually, this episode has maybe my favorite Ultraman shot of all time in it. Which one is that? Uh, we'll get to it. Okay. We will okay. get to it. Fine, fine, um, fine, fine. So, well, it's my son. What's up, dude? Hey. Coming in to hug Pat. What and you doing? Once X does appear, we find out how much the Pavers Union loves him. Oh, God, because yeah. he just wrecks the sidewalk. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> Between the holes that the giant monsters make and what has to be endless ultra footprints. Yeah. And they show you all the cement flying all over oh, the yeah. place. And then when he tries to hit Gomez, Gomez flaps him with his tail. Yeah. He knocks into a building. Knocks lots, that of, down lots of building right destruction. Right away. Really absolutely. Destruction. Yeah. And his ex is preparing for the final strike, and Gomez goes underground. Right. Oh, I'm done. I'll see you later. Goodbye. Right. 
and uh, he, you know, X uses the Cyber Bem Star armor um, and chucks his shield at him. Yeah. A la Captain America, and uh, then decides, all right, this guy might be a little too strong for me, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna escape now. Yes, yes, and just dives on the ground and goes. So uh, the captain goes to meet his um, daughter at the car dealership she works at. Right, it was a Nissan dealership. That's right, little product placement. Yeah, so that right away, and you're sitting there going, okay, I understand Nissan's a Japanese company. All right. Dad's watching the show too. Yeah, yeah. You know, Dad's got to watch it with the kids. So yeah. maybe I'll go and buy a Nissan. And yeah. if you saw on her little uh, necklace, it had the Leaf name in English. Yeah, yeah. again. Yeah, yeah. And you sit there going, I guess they've got to be able to read English at some level. Some stuff, sure. Because why would it be in English? Well. One, like we were talking about, English is deemed cool. Uh, and I'm making air quotes. Um, that's why you see shirts with bizarre English phrases on them. Okay. Um, okay. There is a website called English.com, which which uh, shows products for the Asian marketplace with, uh, okay, with somewhat questionable. questionable English is what we'll call it. <laughs> Yeah, so you'll sometimes see some old lady walking down the street with a shirt with a giant F word on it because, oh, it's English, that's fine. Oh, and, you know, like, it's just some old lady, like, wearing a shirt, and you're just like, oh, dear. Yeah, that's not right, lady. No, you don't understand. Um, so he stays inactive for a little while, that's Gomez. Right. Um, and th- until he was struck with dark thunder energy. Right, and then he emerges from the ground. And my God, big old that's the, the scene. fire smoke scene that they built. That's for this it movie. right there. Oh my God, that was fantastic! Absolutely the that most menacing looking monster, monster shot. Through the mouth, like has the as his face cuts through the smoke as it goes around his mouth. That's yeah, a fantastic. Oh God, really excellent. That may be my favorite monster scene. Ever okay? It's I, so good. It is excellent. It's and so I mean, good. You would think if they can do that, by God, they should do that more often because it is a cool effect. Right, but you, you can't you can't be on your it. A game all the time because all right. then nothing's special. True, True. you know, like the and and the special effects people at Super Aya are fantastic. Like, there's a lot going on in this episode. Right, like, right. The, lots of cars I noticed. I Tons of cars. A lot of cars. <coughs> there was a there was a swing set and a like a geodesic dome jungle gym. Yes, I in one shot ones. where X falls down. And you're sitting there going, they have this thing just on the side, just in case they need to throw something in, yeah. just to show you a different scale. Yeah. All right. I mean, the the one thing I didn't particularly like is when they are fighting. X goes to hit Gomez. And the whole suit collapses. Because like, burr, 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 burr. Yeah. And you're sitting there <laughs> so going... So Gomez needs to work on his abs. It's fine. <laughs> no, I, I understand the suit's bigger than the guy yeah. underneath it. But if they had padded it a little bit more, it wouldn't have looked as suit-like as yeah, 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 it yeah, did. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, that right. killed my suspension of disbelief. A little bit. Right there. Yeah. 
The rest you can go, okay, that's kind of cool. Look, once yeah. he hits the suit and this whole suit collapses in and back out again, you're like, yeah. okay, you're done. You're yep. a guy in a suit. Sorry. Well, then next episode we have Kupila, which is the suitiest of suits. <laughs> but I love him so much that I just let it go. Because I'm like, ah, oh, it's this big goon again. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. it's the drill nose fish whale. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but I like him. That's okay. He's he's a classic. He's from the first Ultraman. But um, uh, where are we at? So they, they go to uh, fight again, and um, the captain stays, but then he's like, no, you, you handle this here to Tachibana. And we're like, oh, what's going to happen? So I, X and Gomez are fighting, and... Right. X is getting his his uh, head handed to him handily, right. and uh, then, and then they who show shows up? <laughs> it's a uh, cyber, cyber Gamora, which is being controlled by the captain. That's right. And at first, you think the captain. They show the flashback of the wife after Stop. she died. Oh, the picture! Obviously not drawn by a child, but that's okay. But nonetheless, it's a really <laughs> cool Aww. picture. And he put it in his pocket, and he pulls it out before he goes to see Cyber Gamora, and right. it's the same exact picture. Yep. And you're like, okay, he's now kept that for, you got to figure, 15, 20 years right, right, easily. Right. So you think now he's going to go to his daughter's wedding. Right. Nope. He goes to control Cyber Gamora right. and beat the monster, because that's just his job. That's what he has to do. I guess. He has to oh, keep people safe. Lord. So, and if he hadn't done it, what would have happened? Never know. You know, like, because he was not, uh, Ultraman X was not, Exceed X be damned, was not doing very well. No, because the the Exceed X armor, (laughs) only helps to fight Gomez. Right. It's the Cyber Gamora armor who really really lays, does the smackdown on him. Yeah, because the captain's up there boxing away. Yeah. Which was pretty great. I thought that was good. And I mean, I'm guessing that because he's controlling Cyber Gamora, as Cyber Gamora gets hit, yeah. he feels it somehow. I guess so, yeah. That's it what it looked, looked like. like it, it looked like he was getting whacked like around he was a little getting bit. getting whacked around a little bit. And then they use the Cyber Super Oscillation Wave. That's right. Which is what I got to order from Taco Bell tomorrow. That's right. <laughs> to defeat Gomez. And then the captain gets to the wedding, chapel, whatever it is, whatever yeah. they call it in Shinto. Too late. Right. But his daughter is sitting there waiting for him to walk him down the aisle, even though there's no guests. And oh my god, did the waterworks come then? Right. So going, oh, you're just like, oh. That's not right. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'm at the most crying a monster show. Dude, shut up. Who's cutting onions? Dusty in here. Dusty, I don't know. The dog just farted. Right. <laughs> But yeah, I like. Uh, I, I thought that was a great episode. It was yeah. a lot of. First off, Gomez is an awesome monster. He's right. just so. I had the eyebrows and the hair. And this one has just enough backstory. Right. On the captain. Right. And right. 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 Fighting, where you can stay interested in both. Nice and even. Which is what I really like about this. Yeah. Episode. Like now, we'll get to the next episode, which. Oh. God. I love the next episode. Oh, no, I hated that. Really? I despise. Oh, this is going to be good. Like, normally, I'll kind of let the episode just go. I'm sitting there going, oh, God, i got to watch the rest of this. Not, I had to actually stop it for 10 or 15 minutes <laughs> and get back to it because I'm like, it, this is god awful. I can't watch this, but I know I got to because I wow. got to I, I could not do it. All right. I just couldn't. I did it. Because that's what we do. Right. But I was like, this is awful. Okay. 
I mean, the, this first episode, the soldier's back, the daughter forgives him, she understands, right. this is what you gotta do, this is your calling, this is your duty, the whole, and you see yeah, yeah, yeah. the waterworks are running. Yeah. Just running. Very she emotional. understands, she forgives him, oh my god, it's so touching, oh my <sighs> Pulled at every heart shriek you could ever possibly Oh, have. for sure. And still a good monster fight mm -hmm. at the same time. Nice destruction, nice, you know, super oscillation wave. Everything I like Gomez's new beam weapon when he's, he's struck by the dark thunder energy. Yes. They threw everything you could want into this one episode. I loved it. Yeah. Next episode, not even a little bit. <laughs> Annoyed me to, like this episode, I wrote a full page and a half of stuff. Right. The next episode, I was barely able to finish one page. Wow. Okay. Well, that's all right. We're going to go with, uh, Let's see here. We're going to do our Monster Minute on Gomez. Gomez, who was there. Originally from Ultra Q, Episode 1, Defeat Gomez. Um, and he is uh, 10 meters in his classic form, but 40 meters in his new form. Right, of course. Uh, 40,000 tons in his new form. 30,000 tons at 10 meters. Good grief, that he was dense. Kind of sense. <laughs> he was quite dense. Um, and uh, we got a roar going here. Let's see here. Oh, wow. Should be very close. To yeah. All right. Now the dark thunder energy roar. Yeah. Yeah. A very Godzilla-like roar. Yeah. It's a little higher register, but a Godzilla roar. Also a little bit of uh, Red King in there. A little bit. A little bit. All right. Now let's see here. Let's see if we can find some any trivia on here for Ultraman X. Do, do. Gomez appears in the episode released on November 3rd is a tribute to Godzilla whose birthday is also November 3rd. Yeah, Look we, at we that. have done that before. Ah, I didn't remember that. Yeah. Um, as reference to Godzilla, Go Gomez uses a radioactive beam attack similar to Godzilla's breath after being affected by Dark Thunder. Very cool. His roars while affected are reused from Jiras. That's why it sounds so uh, familiar. Okay. There okay. you go. Good Another enough. monster made by reusing a Godzilla suit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you've got, obviously, if they've got dozens of Godzilla suits, so they're going to try to use them as much as they can, just because it's cheaper to use, yeah. and move a thing or two here or there. Well, in the old one, it was like, it. these are disused suits. Yeah. Dress Might them as well dress them up a little bit. And dress them up, they're going to get beat it. up anyway. Yeah. Um, in the original <clears throat> scripting, Gomez was planned to travel around the world. Uh, yeah, I'm not buying that. Reduced, but it was reduced to Japan due to location constraints. Well, of course. I would like to see Gomez like popping up in France. New York or Paris. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> you know, and then the like other Zeos have to come in and like Well, again, with the we next used episode. to get that. We used to get that. Remember the in the in the first right, series the, first year, the French guy, yeah, yeah, the yeah, American yeah. guy with the cowboy boots. God, yeah, I remember. <laughs> Stuck out like a sore thumb with those god We were like, is that guy wearing he is. Yeah. He is wearing cowboy boots. <laughs> yeah. Alright. So we're gonna be right back, guys, with the second episode. Twenty-four hours inside the Zio headquarters. Yeah. Am I close? It's feature report. Oh, feature report. <laughs> Twenty-four hours inside and you're sitting there going. A lot of words, not a lot of Okay, I disagree, but we're going to talk about that right. in a minute. We'll be right back, guys. And we are back with more Science Patrol. All right, we're going to go with our second episode feature report. Right. 
24 hours inside the Zio headquarters. And one of the first things that they say is that Zio employs 2,700 people. Right. We yeah. only see nine. At yeah. Any, nope. We saw we saw another guy in the last episode who brought the captain his invitation. But that's just a general. No, at the. Zio had a Zio logo on his Zio logo, logo, but he was like grunty Zio. Yeah. He wasn't. He wasn't field. He was Zio. just messenger Zio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like, he was. Like, I'm gonna go talk to the kids. That's pretty rad. And I mean, and the I, best was his like, zoop, 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 zoop. Like yeah. his super military leaving the room. <laughs> like he was in the corner. We forgot to discuss that. He was in a corner. He was like salutes him, and then he has to make like a. Sort of military K turn to get ahead of the yeah, room. He, he did everything militarily. I'll give him that. <laughs> it's really funny. But you're sitting there going, and I, I get it's a gigantic building. This yeah. is the old building. Yeah. So we I did get, get a really nice shot of the miniature, or yeah. or it's a 3D render or whatever it is. But well, it's beautiful. It is. A, I, I think it's an actual miniature. Yeah. Because to 3D that is actually more expensive than to build the miniature. Probably at this stage of the game. Sure. Yeah. I mean, in that kind of detail. In that kind of detail. Yeah. It's so much cheaper just to build a miniature. You get to use it whenever you want. Right. As opposed to... And we to probably get to destroy it at the end of the At series. the end of the show, of course. <laughs> because we know we're not going to use it again. Right. So, with that kind of miniature, you got to figure, okay, they have to pack it. And like you said, there's probably other Zeos around the world. So right, right, right. 2,700 people? Okay. Sure. So on the outskirts of Tokyo, it's probably a pretty decent job. <laughs> it's probably got amazing benefits. It, we discover in this episode that they are a peacekeeping organization. They do have the power to arrest people. Right. Right. Which they, they are peace officers. Done, but they, but they didn't make it as specific. Like they're not like in this one that you they're like you know you're being arrested for uh, obstruction of a peace officer on duty. Right. And that. Right. And I mean it. Okay. Fine. Yeah. I'll give it that. Like I said, the rest of this, I'm sitting there trying to hold on to it, and try. And I just, <laughs> I had to walk away for ten minutes and come back to it because it just drove me nuts. <laughs> really, just drove me nuts. I'm just going to try to find and, a more concise. Well, I mean, this one, it's just lots and lots of backstory, and they arrest Kimor Man. Yeah, Kimor Man, who we've seen before. Yes. And they find a cicada woman mm -hmm. and a Dada who's shrinking humans so that way they Which can use their... Which is totally his... Within that's one, his M.O. I get that. That's his M.O. completely. He that's, does that all the time. Right. And you sit there going, okay, I'm buying the Dada. I'm buying the cicada woman. I'm yep. buying the Kimor man, whoever he is. It's just... Oh, God. They're trying to give you backstory on everybody in one episode. Right. The last right. one where it's backstory on just a captain, great, good, go. Originally uh, aired November 10th, 2015. Okay. Written by sense. Takao Nakano. Oh, you didn't give that on the last one. Yeah, I realize that. Kiyotaka Taguchi. Um, I'm going to run back here real quick to uh, Soldier's Back. That was um, November 3rd, 2015, obviously. Uh, Hiyosaku Kurosawa wrote that. Um, I wonder if the person is related to Akira Kurosawa, famous director. Well, I know Seven Samurai. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I still have to see that. Also directed by Kiyotaka Taguchi. I might own it because I've been finding Kurosawa stuff for some reason at Collingswood a lot. Oh, okay, cool. So I just pick it up as I see it. Yeah, of course. Of yeah. course. Why wouldn't you? Um, but um, 
Yeah, that's that. So now I can back out of that. So, bollocks. That did not work at all. <laughs> no double bollocks. That did not work again. Okay. See, um, that's how you can curse and not curse at the same that's time. That's right. Okay. <laughs> so, a TV show... Uh, where reporters would record Zio's daily routine for 24 hours is airing. At the same time, an alien criminal network surfaces and yeah. uh, plots multiple kidnappings. Which, okay, I get that with the Dada. They kidnap, they shrink. That way they can use that form as their... They, we don't. We still don't know to this day well, what they, the Dada are doing with those little... No, this one. Well, they, no, this one. He's like, I'm collecting cute I'm girls. Collecting, collecting cute girls because your world's about to die. <laughs> and you're sitting there going, okay, yeah. um, all right, I guess. Hi. So um, we get a lot in this, and I don't even know if it's worth doing covering an entire. Um, not for me. It's not plot thing on this. But here's here's there's a lot of stuff I think to like in this episode. Um, we get we get. Kabila, and that's a really good fight. There's a lot of like grappling with grappling him, and, um, and he, sta- he leaves him on a building at the end. Use the exceed slash, and has, that building has got to go up with it, right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> that was a great shot because you see it from a distance, and it's a nice shot. Of, that's beautiful. And the the cameraman almost caught Daichi changing. Yep, that was to nice. X. But the the little young the girl, girl from this was so happy about seeing anything. Oh, because Gabila's got a cute belly. Yeah, and distracts the cameraman, and all of a sudden there's X, and you're sitting there going, "Ooh, that was close," and I'm glad she's an idiot. Right. <laughs> I also enjoy the fact that when they go through the um, they go through the um, Zio headquarters. They show Daiichi's lab with the spark dolls in it. Yeah, all the spark dolls. And it's cut like. Uh, Ella King in a sw- in like water, and it's got Kamora in a cave. Right, and it, and he <laughs> says right away, he's like, dude, it this looks like you're just playing with these. Things. Yeah, a you're playing with them, but he says, no, this is what their natural habitat is. I want these dogs to, to be happy, them. right? So that way they don't turn into giants and try to destroy everything right. because we want everybody to be happy. I think that's a scream. And as he's doing his interview, my favorite part about that. Is you know Daiichi's talking about what he's doing. In the background are the two lab people yeah. and Dr. Garmon conspicuously yeah. walking in the frame. She's kind of walking like, around. Look who's on TV now. <laughs> and you're like, if we don't want the rest of the world to know about aliens, wouldn't you hide? No, Dr. I think Garmon? they're kind of people are aware of them because that girl was like, oh my god, an alien tried to kidnap me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. So, in this iteration of the Ultraman world, aliens are... They're not they're exactly aware of evil. Them. They're aware of them. Um, I think they were aware of them in Jeed, but they weren't aware so much of aliens living among them. Right. Like, right. Because the, the other alien that they that Jeed lived with never was just a shadow. Right, or maybe that's yeah. They're yeah. Also, this this they're not aware of aliens living among them as peaceful. Yes, like they think the people at Nebula House. Yeah, for instance, they're just going to be bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they find out that they don't all have to be bad. Yeah, there are some got Doctor Gabila who's a helper of some. Oh, dude, I love Doctor Garmon so much. (sighs) Just the fact that he walked around naked with a bunch of lanyards. Oh yeah, hashtag naked with lanyards. There you go. Let's see what that gives us. <laughs> see what happens there. Um, and um, 
So I like that. I also like all the different all the different uh, interviews they do with the Zio people. I liked that. Um, you know, they didn't cover at all. Were the two people that sit in the back and call out where the monsters are? Yeah, they got nothing. Got nothing. They got nothing. That and, and now maybe that's and if you're on doing purpose. Complete backstory on as much as you can inside of twenty four right. hours. They should have covered. Them. Yeah, like these two guys are the backbone of Zio's alert system or whatever. Like, and, and that's about all they say. Giving them a thing. Wave and see you later. But like, yeah. But I was like, and they get the short shrift. Yeah. <laughs> Tachibana got a nice, nice piece when they um, arrest Kimerman. Yes. The guy who is acting as Kimerman uh, in human form. Right. Was such a like tweaker. Yes. I love that. And I mean, like I said, this is all sorts of backstory. Mm-hmm. I understand it. All sorts of okay, it's on television, so we'll give subtitles to everything. Mm-hmm. I trying to give it its due, just did not work for me. Really, just didn't work for me. And I get it. It might just be me, right? But it just didn't work for me. All right. So here's some other stuff I liked. I liked the captain interviewing Keemer man, and he's like, "Have you talked to your mom?" Yeah, <laughs> and they, and they give you the fact that it's a six-hour conversation, and he's he's like, "Oh, he's yeah, he's upset." Every should write to her at least. He's like, "I know." I, like, oh, God, no. that was so great. He was just like, he just wanted to talk about the old times, you know. Like, <laughs> I love that. I love. I also love. The cicada woman drinking the sap out of the tree. Yeah, that was that was cool because you saw some sort of longish hibiscus, if you will, yes. whatever. And you're like, okay, that's kind of neat how they did that. Yeah, but I mean, just oh god. What about when they they so they capture you know they go down in this lab and they've got all these little women right and in they, these glass tubes and they're like we're gonna get you out don't worry. Um, and they never show them bringing them back to human size or anything nope. of the sort. They just kind of forget about them. No, and I'll tell you, I think I know why. I think I know why. Um, based on the end credits, right. there's a lot of scenes that they show in the end credits that were not from the show. Most of the time, when they're showing stuff in the, in the end credits, it's all recap. It's all like uh, cool shots. You know what I didn't even notice? Yeah. It's a lot of Chris. stuff that we didn't see. So my guess is they shot a ton of stuff they couldn't use. I gosh. They probably they, they overshot. I mean that's what you do. You then pair too, too much and then pair it down. And then pair it down, right. Yeah. So there's cause there's a bunch of I think there's a Tachibana blooper in that. There's a um there's a scene with the lab duo. There's. Um, okay, I didn't even notice that. You there's know what? a bunch. I'll have to rewatch it. Just the end. Yeah. There's the a end. whole bunch of stuff that you're like, oh, all right, this is all extra because they probably shot a whole bunch of stuff that they were like, oh yeah, this would be a great little scene. Crap, we have to cut it for time. Crap, right, we have to right, cut right, it for time. Right, Crap, right. we have to cut it for time. Right. And but I really liked when they were doing the um, the uh, the interview with the data. Yeah. And he was just like, look, you're all doomed if that's what it is. Yeah. I don't want to tell you, but your planet is doomed and we're trying to save the hot girls. Yeah. Which, okay, that part I get. <laughs> save the hot girls. And we got to do good. <laughs> I just enjoyed the heck out of that. And I also love that in each, uh, in his mugshot. Right. Three different faces. Yeah. Like, quit changing your face. And you sit there going, hey, whatever. 
Why not? <laughs> all right. Uh, we're all, we know Pat's not great with the whimsy episodes. Yeah, like I said, this was just a very whimsical episode and it just didn't work for me. That's and okay. I, I give it that, you know. That's okay. Not everything's going to hit me the right way. It's fine. It's yep. fine. Um, the, uh, let's see, we're going to go with the Monster Minutes here with uh, Cicada Woman. No, it was Keemore Man. Yeah, I, we did, Man. we've done Keemore Man before. Oh, you want to do this Catwoman? Go yeah. for it. We've done Keemore Man. She was originally from uh, Ultra Q Dark Fantasy and is also based on, um, there was a Cicada Man in the original Ultra Q. Oh. They are based slightly on the Baltans. They may be related. All right. Um, she was one of Dada's crime network, tasked with kidnapping female humans on Earth. Uh, this says for cloning, believing that humanity is on the verge of extinction with right. dark thunder energy. And that's what Dada said as well. Right. Um, let's see here. Um, Asuna disguised herself as a client, and they, of course, go in and storm the office, such as it was. Not such as it was, exactly. Um, let's see here. Oh, she shows up in the Ultraman Orb movie. Look at that. Um, <clears throat> not much else to go with yeah. that. Um, let's see here. Nope. Um, apparently, she's also in the first day of the end or of the end of the world in uh, Jeed. Don't remember that. Don't remember that. It's okay. Not even a little bit. That's right. But not even a little bit. Me either. Gotta be honest. I mean, I, I, the one thing I did like is when they show the preview for next week, the title, My Friend is a Monster, and as soon as I saw Pigmon. Oh, like, my, oh God, my God, it's Pigmon. Pigmon. I'm so excited. Exactly. I'm so excited. And I do remember, I got further into this than I thought I did, because I remember there being a Pigmon episode. Okay. Okay. But episode 18 is the one I'm really looking forward to. I'm not going to tell you why, because you are going to, it's going to explode your head. Okay. Because you're going to be like, what in the, what, what, huh? Uh, it's, oh, no. Yeah, it's good uh, stuff. Okay. And uh, we got to go with, uh, oh, and the other monster is Gubila, whom we've covered. But let's see yeah. if there's any trivia for the Gubila in Ultraman X. Yes, indeed. The Gubila suit from Ultraman Saga was reused for Gubila's appearance in this series. Um... Oh, Gabila actually hangs out with Gomez in some ish, in some uh, Ultraman. Okay. In some Ultraman okay. things. He was the only Spark Doll monster that didn't have its Spark Doll shown. Yeah. Possibly due to the fact that they did not make a Gabila toy for this series. <laughs> hey now. In episode nine, a young Gabila was meant to appear as the rugby ball. Oh, good God, no. <laughs> for the oh, game in the second the half of the episode. As rugby in katakana is Kabila's katakana rearranged. So his in try that again. Katakana. Oh, okay. Kabila okay. is rugby mixed up like word scrambled. Oh. Yeah. I guess in Japanese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. This was dropped, and Jolly was added instead as a way to provide a reason for the match to occur. Okay. All right. That's pretty great. But yeah, next week, guys, we have Pigmon. My Best Friend is a Monster. Yes, and I didn't even look at episode uh, I can tell 18. you the title. Yeah, give us the title. Why my not? Friend is a Monster. Yeah, that's, that's just the best uh, title. Uh, Wataru's Romance. Wataru? Yeah, we get to, I, rem- I, I kind of remember that, too. Okay. I, I know it occurred. 
But the one after that is so good. <laughs> I remember watching that going, I wanted Babs to be here for that one so that she could be like, what are you guys watching? This is insanity. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can see that. Okay. Like, as, as, it is as out there nutsoid oh, great. as any episode <laughs> you have ever seen. I mean, even I was like, wow, that's nuts. <laughs> I am enjoying the, it's, Absurd. It okay. is as absurd as it gets, you guys. Um, but that's two weeks from now. But we're not going to worry about that. Right. Um, good time. Got any podcast recommendations? Or yes. Anything? Okay. There's a one called The Walk. Okay. Which are little twenty minute episodes. Oh, okay. Where you're the main character, and you have got someone talking in your ear, and you're supposed to go from Inverness to somewhere else. Okay. With a special secret project that you don't know what it is, you don't know why, and go. Okay. And I'm now on the third. Listen to the first two. And it's building the story and building the story. And now what I'm trying to do is since I'm starting to walk my dog early in the morning, it takes me just about to Is it scary? Is it something you want to be listening to at 3.30 in the morning? <laughs> well. <laughs> in the dark outside? In the dark outside. But if they, they tell you when you list, like there's a preview kind of thing. That yeah. says You want to do this on a walk. So at least that way you kind of think. Yeah. feel like you're part yeah. of the thing going yeah, yeah, along. Yeah. All right. And it's not bad. Okay. It, you never really buy that you're part of the stupid thing. Yeah. But it's not terrible so far. And like I said, I'm going to listen to the third one tomorrow morning. All right. And I'll let you know by next week I'll have listened to ten of them. Because right, right, right. One of them. Yeah. All right, cool. It gets me, you know, through my little walk with the dog. And it's interesting anyway. Good. The walk, you guys. That's yeah. our podcast recommendation of the week. So that's about it, because um, it is time for Pat to go. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, thanks very much for tuning in, and we'll see you all in a week. Sally Fourth Science Patrol. Take care, everyone. Music for this podcast was provided by Terminal Sunburn. TerminalSunburn.bandcamp.com. Contact the Science Patrol on Twitter at Ultraman Podcast. Our email address is UltramanPodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook. Search Science Patrol or Ultraman Podcast and we'll add you. The Science Patrol is available on iTunes at UltramanPodcast.com and wherever you get your podcasts. Please make sure you subscribe and tell your friends. I'm Barbara Rossi. The Science Patrol is a Faces for Radio production.